Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Think Great Experience. I am extremely fired up today because you know I love bringing on passionate people who are excited about the greatness that they're doing in the world. And we have somebody today that from the moment I met her, I knew that not only was she fired up, but she is here for a purpose, helping people, helping businesses to achieve greater results. She was a former speech and language pathologist, which is absolutely awesome. And I hope we talk a little bit about that. And now is the president of RLL Marketing, a very successful marketing firm that helps clients in a number of ways that we're going to dive into. But I am excited to bring you rock star and fireball, Robin Lipnack. Robin, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me here. Thank you for having me here. Appreciate it. Well, you know, from the first time we met, I knew that we were going to do a podcast episode together. Your passion and excitement for what you do is really just unmatched. Um, Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about your role at RL Marketing? Right. Yeah, we actually are a business, a strictly a business development company. We're not really your traditional marketing company. We don't deal with websites or SEO, PR, advertising, anything like that. It's strictly um, a company that does business development, which means companies hire us um, on a retainer fee plus commission if it's allowed by law. And we do their business development. We build their relationships. We make sure that business transacts. We make the introductions. But the most important piece of what we do is we follow up. When you're on a call with somebody and on Monday, they're going to you know, introduce you to somebody on Tuesday. You know, they're on a call with my clients. And of course, they don't do that. I follow up. I make sure that business transacts. And, you know, I've had to, you know, sometimes email or call a company four to five times for a client. But, um, you know, you pace yourself, not all the time. But, you know, that by, by reaching out that fifth time, uh, you know, you're able to get that big uh, client for, you know, the client that I represent. Well, you touched down on follow-up. I mean, that's that's incredibly huge. I don't think enough organizations do follow-up the right way. No, I, I mean, from, I mean, I, I haven't seen anybody, you know, not that I'm the greatest or anything like that, far from it, but, you know, I've never seen anybody, you know, follow up like I do. And that's probably the biggest compliment that I get and most often is that, you know, Robin, I've never seen anybody follow up like you do. You know, I'll have calls with, you know, some of my clients, you know, um, for like, for example, a company that I work with 32 degrees, they do meal delivery in South Florida, for freshly frozen meals. And, you know, we're working with a major university. I've, we've had to talk to, you know, three to four to five people. I do not give up. And now we're going on our last call. The chef actually tasted the food and now we're going on with their new director who just started. So it's all about the follow-up and the same thing happened with, um, like, you know, I work with a, one of the top 20 U.S. software and app engineering companies. Um, and I had met with the president, the former president of a luxury hotel down here, the Boca Resort. And, uh, you know, five emails later and several meetings, you know, we, we got the account. So we're doing all the technology for the Boca Resort, which is really exciting. So it's all about that follow up. Took me five times. I mean, I, I knew when I first talked to you, you're the type of person that never quits. And and that stood out. And I got to ask you, you know, what causes that drive in you? What pushes you so much for such high levels of excellence? Yeah, I think it's just, you know, I think um, a, a word that I use and people throw around a lot is integrity. You know, I was taught that by my, my parents who I'm very close with and my brother and sister were all the same. You know, if you say you're going to do something, you just do it. You know, you, and if you can't for any reason, because life happens, you know, you have to let the person know why, you know, you can't follow through. But to me, it's like, you know, it's all about integrity and being, uh, you know, wanting to be successful, wanting my clients to be happy, 
you know, just wanting to feel accomplished in my own, in my own life, you know, and, you know, you had mentioned about speech language pathology, even though I have above my graduate degree in that, and I did work with neurologically impaired patients in hospitals after grad school, you know, even though I'm not using that education right now, it's, you know, it's, it still comes through, um, you know, with, with what I'm doing and it, it's, you know, the healthcare background came in handy as well. So, yeah. Well, now, let me ask you this. We all faced some challenges over the last two years. A lot of businesses had to improvise and adapt and overcome, as I like to say, with my military background. What was it like for you with RL Marketing Group during that time period, during COVID? During COVID? What were some of the, what were some of the challenges that you faced? How did you uh, improvise, adapt, and overcome for your clients? That's really an interesting question. I really had to, you know, change. I, I lost my, I lost a couple of clients. I mean, that is the truth because nobody's out there doing business development. Everybody's kind of, you know, hunkered in. So yeah. I did get in, you know, I pivoted a little bit to some PPE and made some extra money kind of that way. Um, but I, I didn't get into it in, into a lot. And then it wasn't really that long. I didn't, I only, I, I think I had dropped down to two, maybe three clients at, you know, at that point. Um, so, you know, I just kept them going as much as possible. And honestly, they were loyal to me and kept going. And then sure enough, as we were kind of coming out, I picked up a couple more companies and now I'm busy and probably literally have room for one, you know, one more. But then I'm, you know, also working on some other projects as well. Well, let's hope that we can get that one more for you off of this show. Yeah, maybe, maybe two. We'll see. Okay, we can, we can stretch it to two. We can do that. Nothing is yeah. impossible. No, um, just always looking for companies that are, you know, that are pretty much established, a at least a little bit. Complete startups are just very, you know, are really difficult, you know, unless they have some, you know, a little bit of funding to pay for services. But, yeah. you know, I'm looking for a company, always looking for interesting companies in, um, I've worked in the industry such as technology, real estate, financial, um, uh, hospitality, food and beverage, healthcare, and legal, and I've even dabbled a, a little bit in sports, entertainment, and music as well. So, no, any of that are looking for some help. And I know that you've got some amazing things coming up uh, in the world of sports for for business development. Is that correct? That is correct. I have I hired a wonderful business coach, which we mutually know by the name of Marcus Ogden, who's a former NFL player. And Marcus has taught me, you know, a lot of different things about, you know, taking my, my business into a different direction. You know, a lot of some of the things he's taught me, of course, I've, I've already known and have already implemented, you know, into yeah. my company. But um, I've always had a, um, a love for, you know, music, entertainment and sports. So what we kind of came up with for me was I'm going to be working with um, NFL athletes. Um, and it could be MLB or, or, um, or NBA as well. I actually years ago did uh, some PR and business development for a former New York Giants player. So he had exposed me awesome. to a lot of, yeah, to a lot of different, um, you know, situations that were going on with athletes as far as, you know, with their health care and what to do when, you know, they, they get out of the game. So, you know, we've had discussions and I, of course, I know being in South Florida, I know quite a few other professional athletes as well. And they, we've all discussed it a, a couple of times over, including with Marcus, that, you know, what happens to the player that's played for two years, three years, four years, five years, you know, they've lived in this athletic bubble. They've, you know, met this, you know, some the same people, they stayed only in, yeah. you know, that bubble. So what do you do when the cheering stops? What is next for you? Um, you know, a lot of, there's plenty of amazing, wonderful coaches out there for mindset, which are, yeah. which are very, very much needed, but 
we also, you know, what do you do as far as like, are you going to go into real estate? Are you going to get your wealth management license? Are you going to go into stocks? Are you going to go into real estate? You know, what are you going to do? Are you going to go back to school? Because most right. of these guys are, you know, in their late twenties, early thirties at that point, they've got a whole life ahead of them. Are you going to get into technology? Will you be investing in an app? Will you be creating an app? There's so many different, you know, possibilities and opportunities out there. My job will be to guide them as to what the next steps will be and actually making the connections and showing them how on LinkedIn to reach out to somebody. What do you say in an email to get that meeting? Um, what event should you be going to? So all of that. It's just going to open so many doors for you and for those athletes. Yeah, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and I know we had Marcus on the show here before. He was awesome. And, mm-hmm. you know, you couldn't team up with somebody better to help coach you into the sports world than Marcus right. who's in the NFL. So, I mean, that's just going to be incredible. And, you know, when he was on the show, we talked about how hard the transitions can be for athletes. Yeah. And so, you know, for you to help with that transition is absolutely phenomenal. And you're going to help them reach these new levels of greatness in their lives. Right. And especially, you know, with, with their, you know, in case of, some of them have any, you know, health issues as well, because sure. a lot of them come out, you know, with maybe concussions and yeah. obviously being a speech pathologist, I'm familiar with all that goes with traumatic brain injury and everything and neurological issues. Plus, you know, there would be orthopedic issues and physical issues. You know, where do they go next? And, you know, That's it's right. yeah, it's, like I said, the mindset is definitely there because they've been playing. So the mindset for, you know, positivity and moving forward is definitely a needed, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely that coach is needed, but also as far as my end of it, it's going to be a little bit different. Well, you know, as you start to put together your, your business development program for these athletes, you know, we might have to work in the think great experience so they can get on and share their experience on the podcast and share it with the world and help get the word out there for them. So my, pro- my, my program's actually written and I already added the page on my website for it. So you can see oh, there that. we go. So then now we're partnered up. So it's official. We're announcing it to the world. Awesome. So fast things happen with Robin Lipnack. That's why people on this, if you're listening to this, you need to reach out to her. Please. So fast. Such a fireball. Um, okay. So, you know, being a patholo- speech language pathologist and then into the marketing side of things um, with RLL, what prompted you to make that shift so many years ago? Great question. Um, I actually um, was working as a speech pathologist in um, a rehab hospital and acute correct care hospital. And then I went into um, subacute rehab and I was laid off. And um, I had done a couple of little of sales jobs, you know, making like no money. What am I going to do with the rest of my life? That type of thing. And my brother, who was living here at the time, is now in Atlanta. He's a very successful chiropractor down here. And he said there was an MRI company opening up, up um, you know, up the street from me. It's owned by a father, a son, and a wife. And go interview for the job. I'm like, I barely know what an MRI is. And I've never done any marketing before business development. I'm like, all right, I'll go, you know? So I went up for the interview and I literally got the job that day. That day they hired me. I'm like, that's crazy to think about. And, but they, they only started me part-time. They wanted me to prove myself. They were actually putting in a high field, I mean, uh, yeah, an open MRI. It was an open MRI. It was, the center was decorated beautifully in Fort Lauderdale. And I became their marketing director with the son. And then he ended up leaving the, the business. So I just stayed with the husband and wife for six years, hired everybody, um, was in and out of doctor's offices and attorney's offices and business people's offices. And then they also had great budgets for me to, to um, do ama- amazing events. 
So I used to awesome. throw these incredible events. If anybody in South Florida, they know the night of the boat parade. I got to throw a party for 500 people. I did it by myself. Um, for 500 people the night of the, um, the Fort Lauderdale boat parade you know, around Christmas time. So unfortunately, after six years, very successful company, I got called into the office and they said that they sold. So there went that and uh, the new company came in. I was beyond miserable and uh, left and started my own um, business development company. I just focused in healthcare for years, actually, until I threw an event and met this, uh, the NFL athlete that I was telling you about who was at my event. We met for coffee after that, and he, he became a mentor to me and opened my you know eyes and ears. And you know, like there's so many other opportunities out there yeah. in healthcare, and that's how I ended up expanding into all these verticals. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, you know, sometimes those challenges that we face open up some new opportunities right beyond, um, you know, what what we face. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. No, absolutely. And it sounds like you were able to turn some of those challenges into you know, positive opportunities for yourself, which has yeah. been huge. Imagine if you didn't, <clears throat> imagine if that did not happen, all the clients you wouldn't have right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. When, they, when they called me and I, I cried, I walked out, I cried. First of all, I love, you know, it was very family oriented. It was six, I worked my butt off for those six years. Yeah. But you know, we were like a family and I, you know, it was devastating to me, you know, when the new company took over and we were treated miserably. I, they had taken away my office, my title, like twenty or thirty thousand of my pay, all my accrued vacation for six years. So that was a good incentive to start my own. Yeah, I would think so. I, yeah. I'll bet there's people listening right now that are getting inspired to start their own business. You know, the yeah. the, the yeah, whole pandemic has been tough. You just got to take a leap of faith sometimes, and you know, get your ducks in a row, talk to people, surround yourself with positive, uplifting experienced, intelligent people. That's what, you know, that's what I did, you know? That's huge. You know, I've, I've, I've said many, many times before that, you know, our, our success in the world is largely based on the books that we're reading and the people we're surrounding ourselves with and interacting with and, and gaining wisdom from. And it sounds like you've done just that. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. So now, you know, I know that you're very goal oriented too. In addition to the, um, the business development side for athletes, which is incredibly exciting. Um, do you have any other goals that you're currently working on? Basically, you know, I would like to, like I said, add another couple of business development clients with established, you know, interesting companies. Sure. Um, I want to be successful for the, you know, for the five or six clients that I have right now. I'm just about to add another one. Um, it's a technology company for pharmacies, a software and, um, a company, and they were actually, it was a blockchain technology built by the company that I work with, Augusta Hightech, and then the CEO came to me and said, I'd like for you to do what you're doing for them, for me, so um, we're, he's just waiting for his tranche of um, investment money, which should be any second now, so um, I'll be joining that company as well, so um, that would be, you know, some of my goals, and then to you know, my everyday, you know, what I wake up for is to be successful for my clients and bring the title company, you know, best of high tech, you know, clearly financial, 32 degrees, microblocks, all my clients um, yeah. business. Yeah. You know, I think what's unique about what you do, and, and I've had the opportunity to hop on the phone with you and one of your clients already, their goals become your goals. I, I it's, it's almost impossible to distinguish you from somebody else at the company. When, when you're on the phone, you sound like you're a member of that organization. I don't think that happens a lot in the realm that you work in. I think you're very unique like that because I've met a lot of people in that space that you're in 
but you can tell that they're they're running their own show. Um, there's almost a blurred line in a good way, a blurred line with um, what your role is at RLL Marketing and the fact that you're not a member of that company. And I think that's a, a huge compliment to the fact that you take on that company's goals, their objectives, their priorities, their mission, their vision. Um, and that's that's something I noticed right out of the gates with you. Have you always you know, treated your clients like that? Have you always been that much in the trenches with them? Absolutely. No, I, I mean, I take call, you know, honestly, more than them. Like, I, you know, somebody emails me at 10 o'clock at night and says, you know, hey, I want to talk to Marcy about, you know, her, you do, doing a title for my company. I'll, I'll uh, what do you call it? I'll, I'll email back at 10 o'clock at night. Marcy probably will wait till the next morning. So I'm like 24-7 like that for my clients, 100%. And sometimes, you know, what, I, what I've learned, you know, a little bit is that I've, I've put myself almost like RLL in the background. Like I'm always focusing on my clients and people don't exactly know what I do. They just see different, you know, I'm active on social media. They'll see different yeah. you know, information, different posts about my clients and they're like, well, what do you do for all these people? You know, so I'm trying to learn. And that's why, Eric, thank you for this opportunity. Um, I need to put myself also out there and let people know <laughs> what I do for my, you know, what RLL Marketing Group is about. Plus the name is a little bit, you know, it gives you that impression. It's websites and SEO and social yeah. media, but I have nothing to do with that. I do post a lot about my clients on my social media because I have, you know, 26 or 27,000 on LinkedIn and, you know, 5,000 on my personal Facebook page, Instagram, and uh, a business page as well. So, but I, I post about them there, but I do not control their social media or anything about that. Well, I'll tell you what, when I first met you and we were talking to one of your clients, I just figured you were in the C-suite in their organization before I realized you had your own business that you were running. You were doing so many things for so many others, and that's just a huge testament to how much you care. So I just wanted you to know that I noticed that, and I know other people notice it too. Thank you. No, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Now, you know, having been in the military, I, uh, I love acronyms. I love acronyms. And I know that on your website, you actually have an acronym as you're talking about the sports world of coach. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I was just fascinated that you were able to kind of encapsulate things within this acronym, you know, C is care. Um, how, how did you come up with this acronym? Um, I'm going to be super honest with you. That's Marcus Ogden, not me. Is that his he on your side? He, he rattled that off to me last week. And I just ran with it. So I want to give credit where credit is due. Marcus yeah. took him two minutes to think that up for me. I took notes. I did not, you know, I, I shortened everything up a little bit, but I want to give Marcus the credit for that. He thought of that. And I absolutely fell in love with it. So I, uh, I put it on I'll tell you what, for your sports clients, for business development, I think it's awesome because they know the power of a coach. And I feel that you're stepping into that role. Um, and and right. you know, just, to, just to finish it up, you know, it was, it was care objectives. It was affluent, consistent, and high performers. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and immediately when I saw that, I thought of you working with that, that, that acronym with your clients and just how empowering that's going to be. So, so hats off to Marcus on that and hats off to you for putting it on your website already. Um, I'm, I'm excited for you to roll that out for all those clients. I, I, I can't wait to see the impact you're going to make with all these people. Yeah, and there's so I'm many really people excited. transitioning. No, I'm so I'm so excited because these guys need help. I mean, they really do. And then, you know, they they've you know when I used to talk to you know my professional athlete, you know, caught you know um, contacts and everything. 
you know, they, they just, they, how do I want to say it? You know, these poor guys sometimes are just taken advantage of and, you know, they're, they're built up so much. And then as soon as they leave professional sports, it's like, you know, see ya, you know, you're on your own. Thank you for your service type of thing, you know? Yeah. And that's where I want to pick up. Like, no, no, you're valuable. No, you know, look at, look at your, your skills. I mean, look how, look at the dedication it takes to be a professional athlete. You know, look at that mindset, you know, that, that you know, it takes, there's so many things that can be applied to the business life and the business world after, um, you know, after the, after the game is over, you know, just even keeping yourself fit. I mean, that takes dedication and all of that. That's right. So I want to build upon those skills and, and kind of bring those skills out of the players and, and make them move forward in life. Well, it, it's, it's just so honorable, so admirable what you're doing because very much like when military get out, when they transition out, you know, big brother's not there for them anymore as right. far as, you know, all the structure. So I can imagine with the athletes, it must be foreign to them not having a coach around, not having the structure and the regiment of practice around and the games and the cheering fans. It can, I'm sure it's like they go back into a different world. Mm-hmm. And, and it's interesting that you mentioned the vets. That's something that somebody brought up to me last week about maybe you should do the same thing for vets and include them. You know, maybe, you know, and that's something I would, it's the same thing. So that's something I'm thinking about adding very quickly, or if somebody came to me, you know, to, to send me a client for that, you know, I would definitely be interested in doing that. There's, there's really, it's, it's the same thing. So I just want to put that out there too. I mean, our vets are, are extremely valuable. So I would have no issue helping them with coaching as well, doing the exact same program that it is, you know, for the athletes, it's the same thing. It is. And so many of them are entrepreneurial in spirit when they get out, you know, they want to, they, they have so much on the leadership side, the discipline side, um, the attention to detail, pride, reputation, everything. Um, but again, sometimes they can be out there and they have benefits, but they don't have anybody out there helping to coach them. Well, you know, that could be another good partnership for us because I keep that in mind. I'm very, I'm very open to that. Yeah. I think that would be fantastic because you're right. The veteran community, there's, probably 200,000 plus that transition out every single year. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, that's, that's a lot of people coming back into the workplace that sometimes don't know the steps to take. And uh, I could see you being a good coach for them too. So yeah. we'll, we'll have to put that one on the, um, on the goal list for you and I too. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm a hundred percent open to that. And, you know, even them more than the players, I mean, they've, you know, they've been away a lot of times overseas and everything. They don't have the time. They're not making connections with business people. They look, right. they really have no, you know, at least the athletes have been out and about at events and things like that. And, yeah. you know, they have a little bit of a head start, I think, but the vets are really starting from scratch a lot of times. So definitely open to, to expanding that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we've got a, we've got some things in the works um, that we've done to help vets too. So we'll have to connect and see if we could uh, create some of that synergy that I know can happen. 100%. So, you know, what's the most exciting thing for you that you do when you're working with your clients? What, what is it that you like the most? I I have an idea of what part of it is, but I want to see if we're on the same page with this, but. I love, I love the art of connecting people and. I know it. When, when, business, when, business, when business transacts between the two parties, that's, that's like, like when it works, it's just like the best for me. Like, you know, when I, when I introduce two people and they hit it off and they refer business to each other, my clients or whatever, and the other person I introduce, introduce them to, that just makes me, you know, so happy. It's just, you know, the art, that art of putting people together. And, you know, I could basically talk to anyone for five minutes and, and, you know, introduce them to probably eight to 10 people right off there. 
And if I don't know, if they need to meet somebody that I don't know, I'm literally one person away from that, the, the, the connection that they need. Because I, I can get to, you know, a, a funny story was um, the athlete that I was working with, with from um, the New York Giants was Leonard Marshall. You know, he played back in the, you know, I guess the 90s or whatever it was. So he called me up one day when I was working with him and he said, I want to get on Dancing with the Stars. I'm like, cool idea. You know, let me know how it goes. And he's like, no, you don't understand. You need to get me on Dancing with the Stars. I'm like, what? I go, I don't know anybody from Dancing with the Stars, Leonard. I mean, that couldn't be farther from like anything I'm capable of doing. It's like, just do it. I'm like, I, can't, I don't know. What do I do? And he's like, I have to go do it. I know you can do it. I'm like, all right. So I literally did a Google search, ABC, you know, got to Dancing with the Stars, called them, let them know, you know, you know, who I was representing at the time. And sure enough, it took me 15 minutes, literally 15 minutes. Um, I got to, you know, Dina Katz, who is still the casting director, you know, to this day. And then I became connected through her to one of the former music producers. So all the music and all the acts that were on Dancing with the Stars, you know, she connected me to Steven. And to this day, Stephen and I remain in touch, and we've been trying to do some technology projects with Augusta High Tech together. So um, that, that relationship has remained. And not only did Leonard go out there and try, he didn't get picked because he wasn't as well known on the West Coast as he is obviously on the East Coast. But I got to fly out there too and be in the audience with Dancing with the Stars, um, which was an amazing experience, a lot of fun. Well, mission accomplished. I mean, you did mission it. Mission accomplished. 15 minutes. Like, so just going back to what you said, you know, when I, I had no idea what to do with Dancing with the Stars, how would I get them on there? It took me 15 minutes and I did it. I mean, how important is it? You know, people are listening right now, hearing all the things that you're doing. You just reached out to Dancing with the Stars for an NFL player. Yeah. Um, you had no you had no connections there and you did nope. it. How, how important is it for people to step out of their comfort levels right now? Oh my gosh, it's so important. I mean, you got, you got, you, you know, you got to think smart. You can't like take, you know, some sort of like a crazy risk that in your gut you you know is not going to work out. But putting yourself on the line and and and, and um, doing something that maybe you're like fearful of that type of thing. You know, like I was like, you know, dancing with the stars. How am I going to talk to a producer there? What do I, you know, I, right. I don't even know what to say. But I figured it out and I did it. That kind of thing. That's where you really should push yourself out of the box. You know. Um, I'm not, you know, that, that's different than maybe investing a lot of money, you know, harder in, into a project or a lot of money into a, you know, into some sort of an investment. That's a whole different risk. So what I'm talking about is kind of putting yourself out there mentally and, you know, business-wise and things like that. And, and, you know, to me, I can connect somebody and I have literally no fear. I've literally walked up to presidents and I've walked up to Steven Tyler at a little party that we were at. And I mean, I've, you know, got his autograph and I mean, I've, I've done it, you know, at all. But, you know, to me, it's like no big deal. But I realize and I know that there's a lot of people there who have such a fear of reaching out to somebody or going to a networking event or being on Zoom. And how do I reach out afterwards? You know, I give my I give my clients an idea where if, you know, you get an invitation to a, an event that's in California or in Florida, reach out to the speakers um, at the event that are usually C-suite that are influent, you know, influential people and say, hey, you know, I, I got the invitation to the XYZ seminar you're speaking at, you know, June 16th, can we connect? And then you write to them afterwards as to like, you know, maybe connecting them with a client or, you know, why you want to talk to them. So that, that's, a, you know, a really good idea. So I love the, that you call it the art. Hmm? Well, I love that you call it the art of connecting. It really is an art form. It, it is. It's not something you just happen to do. I mean, you're very passionate about it. And, and I feel that 
networking, connecting face-to-face or even on Zoom is so critical, but the pandemic really caused a lot of complacency to happen in our social gatherings. I think it threw people back a long time. So I think that the art is needed now more than ever. Have you noticed that it's caused a little bit of ripple in people wanting to get together the whole pandemic and being socially distanced? Did you, did you feel that impact from the connection standpoint? Well, I mean, yeah, nobody, nobody for a long time, you know, wanted to get, to get together for coffee, lunch, dinner, or go to an event, you know? Um, and I'm still a little leery about, you know, I've gone to luncheons and small events and I'm certainly doing, you know, lunch meetings and all that and one-to-one meetings. But I don't, I, I mean, I'm being honest, like at, still at this point, I'm not super comfortable going into a, you know, an event with like 300 or 200 people with COVID, you know, I'm still not like overly confident with that. But, well, hopefully, um, hopefully that'll pass at some point too for everybody. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you know, going back to events and everything is in meetings. You know, that's that's been wonderful. That's a lot of fun, and they're really. I mean, Zoom is great, but there's still that one little extra step, that one little extra thing. You know, yeah. when you're out at a, a personal, you know, um, one face-to-face meeting or or you know, networking event. That's you know. It's a, it, it just makes it a little bit easier. But then again, like I just started to say, a lot of people don't feel comfortable. They, they'll go. They, it has nothing to do with COVID. They just don't feel comfortable. Like, what do I say? I don't want to seem like I'm bragging about myself. That's I don't right. have to start the conversation. You know, it, it's what I, my advice is like start with a compliment, maybe something they're wearing or hi, what do you do? People love to talk about themselves. So yeah. you say hi, that's how you start. Easy, easy, breezy like that. I think that's such a great tip. I, I honestly think you have to come back on the show and we just talk about connecting, have a whole episode on connecting because we host events and I will have a lot of our clients out there and I have to tell them sometimes, you know, you guys need to spread out. Like <laughs> they're, they're in a clump <laughs> and you know, it's like, go meet some people. You already know each other. Um, but it, but it's interesting to watch people's dynamics at these events, networking events or any type. Like when I go and I do speaking events, whether it's a small crowd or a large crowd, um, you can see that some people are uncomfortable with it and it's just meeting they stay people. in one place. They stay in one place. You know, they don't yeah. move around. But, you know, when I used to host events and everything, um, I, I would actually like, you know, so I see three or four people talking. I would, you know, know somebody like, I'll say, Hey Joe, come with me. I want you to meet Mary and, and, and Joe, you know, they, they do this, they do that. And, I, and so Mary would say, excuse me, who's what she's doing. And she would come with me and I would introduce her to, you know, the, the two or three people that, you know, potentially could help her. So I would move, I would personally move people around myself and they loved it. Yeah. Well, I think that, you know, part of it is you have that, you have that magnetic aura to you. You attract people to you. They want to be around you. I think you make people feel comfortable right out of the gates. You're, you're, you, it, it feels like, it felt like I knew you for a lot longer than I knew you because we just hopped on our first Zoom call. And I got off and I was actually telling my team, I said, I have a feeling we're going to do a lot with Robin. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. I appreciate that coming from you. That means a lot. You know, the whole purpose of our show is to inspire people to achieve greatness in their lives. Mm -hmm. And did you have some moments personal or professional that you felt were just defining moments of greatness, things, something you accomplished that you felt so proud about? Um... Every day, you know, I put a hundred percent, you know, into my clients. I think that's, you know, something that, that, that I do every day. I think some other accomplishments were, you know, with Augusta High Tech, you know, getting the Boca Raton Hotel and Resort as a client, that was, you know, one of my bigger moments as well. That's just, you know, 
that was just an amazing an opportunity for them. Um, what else? I think that's, I don't know. That's a good question. You've accomplished so many amazing things in your life. You've impacted so many people, you know? Yeah. And I try, you know, I try to help people. Like, I, you know, I get calls for everything. You know, if somebody needs a job, I try to help them find it. You know, I don't charge them. Right? You know, like, oh, yeah, I know somebody for this. And I do get a lot of people who, who ask me if I know somebody that, you know, is hiring. So I'll introduce them to my recruiter friends or my staffing friends and, you know, try to get them jobs and things like that. But I try to help that. I try to help that way. I try to give a lot of free advice. You know, people will call me if they're starting, you know, a business or something like that. You know, what can yeah. I do? I don't charge them for that. I just, you know, I'll spend a half hour, an hour on the phone with them you know, giving them ideas, giving them some initial connections, that type of thing, you know? I, I feel that, I feel that people that achieve greatness have this tendency to give back. Yeah. And that's what I, that's what I gather from you. Um, you know, like for us, we have a foundation, we give back to the military, uh, specifically spouses. So we'll award scholarships to military spouses. Um, I know a lot of people like to give back to their communities. Is that, is that something that's important to you that give back to the communities or just giving back to somebody in need, even if it's somebody saying, hey, how can you help me? Or I need some help with something. You know, that's, I know that factors into your life. Isn't that correct? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, I am not, you know, I, I'm not like, I haven't, you know, I haven't founded a foundation or anything like that. You know, I just try to help people like, you know, more, I would say more on an individual basis, you know, that type of thing. Have, my parents have gone through some health issues, especially my mom. So, you know, I, I am a very dedicated daughter to them. You know, that takes up a lot of time in the evenings and a lot of time yeah. on the weekends. And I never say no to, to them for anything. So, you know, the, over the past two or three years, that's played a little bit of, you know, a part of sure. my life as far as, you know, giving back and everything like that. So, yeah, um, yeah but, you know, mostly when I'm, you know, if I, I you know, I, I did mentor a girl. Um, she's now graduating from high school. Her mom um, had passed away at a young age. So I was part of a mentor program with her. So that was very, you know, that was very rewarding. I would love to do, you know, more of that. So, um, yeah. I think that, I think just like that, that giving backside, I, I think it's essential helping other people because we can't just help ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? I'm always, that's, you know, which brings us back to the point that I made before is that, you know, sometimes I put RLL back, you know, on the back burner and I'm, I'm pushing my clients out there. And then I realize that well, people don't even know what we do. So, you know, that's something I, you know, I have been focusing on my clients, you know, I'll speak about myself last. It'll be, you know, the clients go first. So what does that typical cycle look like for a new client? Let's just say somebody is listening right now and they're going to call you up and they want to become your client. What is that process of working with somebody like you're, you're onboarding of them, if you will? It's, it's super simple. It's because I can run with this. I don't need a lot of handholding. Basically, you know, we have a good half hour, 45 minutes or an hour chat about their business and what they're looking to do, um, you know, kind of an interview type of thing. And then I basically send them my agreement and we sign and we start. And I usually need maybe like a half hour at, or an hour of training at the most, yeah. a half hour. And then I just run with it. I don't need anything from them. And then they just literally have to sit back, look pretty. And the meetings start the first week. All my clients can attest that meetings start the first week. It's not where you see results, you know, um, you know, three weeks or a month or two later. It's the first week that you, you start to see these meetings and results. You know, and I ask that my clients, you know, follow up as well. Because, you know, they're going to be the face. They're selling their business. You know, I'm just making the introduction and opening the door. But they have to close the door for sure. You know, so oh, I need my clients to follow up and respond, which they usually do. I work with them on that. 
I think that your art of connecting, there's your book. I know we talked a little bit offline about a book for you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Maybe My that's it. My parents have been saying that for a hundred million years to write a book. Well, have you ever thought about what your topic would be? Just, you know, the art of, you know, just like you just said, the art of business development, you know, that type of thing. I think you have a knack for it. I think that your focus on it is, is so unique and so different than everybody else. I think that you are in the trenches with your clients. And for, for these calls, these meetings to start within one week, that has to blow their minds. Yeah. I mean, I'm so not like a leads group or, you know, that type of thing or, you know, a marketing company that's, you know, just kind of throwing stuff out there. I mean, these are, you know, it's not, I, I, don't, I really don't even ever use the word lead. It's not a qualified lead. I'm into, it's relationship building. You know, the power of, of relationship building, that's what I'm about. It's about, you know, introducing, you know, Marcy, who owns a title company like we did this morning to a realtor. We were on the phone for 45 minutes. Marcy got to know the realtor. Now they're going to have lunch. That's what we do. And, you know, the next closing, oh, you know, I'll send it over to Marcy. That's right. how it works. You know, Clear Lake Financial with Ron, just working capital, money for equipment, for a real estate build out, buy or sell business. You know, I'm always introducing to people and, you know, I make sure that they help, help try to help them make sure that when he talks to somebody that the paperwork is sent and all that kind of good stuff. So, yeah. I mean, I think when you're looking at the art of connections and then there's that, that commitment to building relationships, that that's a lost art form too. It I is. Think. And that's a sad part, you know, like, you know, I yeah. say, my life would be so much easier if people would respond to a phone call or an email, like it would just that art of, you know, communication. Like I, I literally have people who want to do business like on WhatsApp or text. I'm like, I can't, I don't have time to sit and text, you know, conversations to you on how to work with you. I just can't do it. So if you can't work, right. you know, spend 15 minutes on the phone, you know, and, and yeah. the other, you know, the other challenge on that side is where you'll talk to somebody, I'll introduce them to a client. You have an amazing call. They, you know, they, and then you follow up and they, like, they say they're going to make maybe an introduction to, you know, one of my clients and they just ghost. Like, you know, what, what part of, yes, I'm going to introduce Marcy to so-and-so did I misunderstand? They just disappear, you know? Well, that also goes back to what you said in the very beginning. Integrity and follow through. Integrity, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I just think that, that that relationship side is is so critical. You're right. So many people just want to snap you or text you or whatever, <laughs> give you a tweet. But, you know, even for my line of work, I mean, I go in and I do keynotes. I always require a discovery call. I want to get to know them. Right. <clears throat> I don't want to just do a bobblehead presentation. Right. And I can imagine in your line of work, you mu- you've got to really get to know your clients. Those relationships have to be ongoing. Yeah. Yeah. No, because I don't have to get to know my clients because I have, you know, one client who, like, he doesn't barely read my emails. I have to text him when something important happens. I have to set up meetings by text for him and go back and forth because he's just too busy, you know, that type of thing. Or I have to alert him if there's something important. Well, most of my clients are kind of like that, actually. I have to alert them, like, you know, for 32 degrees for, you know, uh, what do you call it? You know, for, uh, um, you know, the meals and everything. I, I do alert him, you know, hey, boys, you know, we've heard from the, the yacht company. Make sure that you reply back. You know, we've, we've heard back from this organization, make sure you reply back. Cause I'm, you know, I'm very strong on getting back to people within 24 to 48 at the most, you know, we all are like, you know, in parking lots or you're in a, you know, wherever you are, you can get back to people within 48 hours, 72 at the most, you know, unless something tragic happens in the family, of course, that's a totally different story. 
Well, I, I think there's a couple of things you and I obsess on. It's the art of connecting and it's also the art of follow-up. Mm -hmm. um, just getting back to people. And, and what I was going to say, and the art of like, if you say you're going to do something, you do it. That is so key in my business and, you know, my personal life, you know? Um, yeah. I had put one of my clients on the phone with a girl and we had like such a, an hour conversation. She was in real estate and developing all about, we talked about women empowerment and helping women in business. She was going to introduce us to somebody. It's been three weeks. I cannot get a hold of her. She has not returned a, you know, a call, an email, a text, anything. You know, those are the things that that's the, that's the tough part about what I do, you know? Well, let's hope she's going to listen to this episode and she'll get back to you. I doubt it. But it's all, but you never know. Let's be positive. You never know. We're going to, we've got the outreach growing. So uh, maybe she'll hear it or hear about it. Well, I, I think that, you know, just going back to that integrity side, it's so important. You know, you are extremely articulate when you speak. You are straight to the point, which I love. Um, you know, you're not, you're not BSing us. You don't blow smoke. Are there any favorite cliches or, or mantras that you, subscribe to you know like do what you, yep do what you say you're gonna do <clears throat> there it goes so and so we're having right. there's a theme with you yep it, it is do what you say you're gonna do and if you can't then you have to let the, the person know that i mean i was brought up like that my dad is a retired attorney and everything so we were brought up to you know if you say you're gonna do something you have to do it and then make sure that you have a copy of everything <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Two main things I wrote here. Make sure you get a copy of every, every report, you know, what happened to do with anything or any invoice or whatever. And, and then do what you say you're going to do. And probably a good idea not to debate your dad. No, oh God, not even close. Not going to win. <clears throat> well, let, let me ask you this. You know, we have a lot of people listening that they are transitioning. Maybe some of them are athletes. Maybe some of them are veterans. Maybe some are just transitioning out of COVID you know, out yeah. of the pandemic or just out of a new job and into a new one. You know, do you have any advice for somebody that is kind of looking to start things over right now and achieve levels of greatness in their life, but they might not know where to start? I think the first thing to start is, um, and I'd be happy to do a call with anybody. Um, I think the first thing to start is to find out what you're good at and what you're passionate about. You know, not what your parents have told you, not what your friends have told you, not what, you know, anybody else has told you. In your heart of hearts, you know, do you love working with kids? Do you love working with finances? Do you love math? You know, do you love, you know, the um, real estate? You know, what do you, what do you, do you love technology? What do you truly love? Don't worry, don't worry about like what you're going to do with it, you know, that type of thing. And then, you know, just open your mind, talk to people, reach out. People, for the most part, are really nice. They'll help give you advice. They'll, you know, you put, put up a note on Facebook or something like that, connect at a networking event, um, be, be really open to opportunities. And when people are talking to you, you know, they, you know listen to what they're saying. And they, they may actually have a really good con you know, connection or contact for you. And, 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 and move on that, you know. Another, another thing I noticed some people do is, um, you know, you make a connection or something and then, but, you know, it takes a week or two or three or whatever, just do it, you know. Like if you say you're going to make, if you say you're going to, you know, make it a connection or you're going to follow through with something, you know, just, just get it done that next day. So anybody yeah. looking for new opportunities, if they, you know, the point of that is if they meet somebody that kind of, mm, they look really interesting. I would love to just t talk to them. Reach out to them the next day. It's fine. It's fine. Send him an email, give him a call, text, or 
you know, use LinkedIn or Facebook or something like that, you know, and, uh, you know, anybody who's interesting to them, reach out, you know, have no fear, just do it. I think that's such a good point. And, and what you said in the beginning, you have to have passion. I think a lot of people lack passion. Uh, or they haven't, they haven't identified their passion, maybe. They haven't identified their passion. Um, they're, you know, maybe they have some insecurities or whatever, that they're not this enough, they're not smart enough, they're not pretty enough, they're not good, you know, fit enough, they're not this enough. We all have that we're not enough mentality. So that holds us back, you know, you know from moving forward or reaching out to people. Uh, and, you know, that's just, that's just kind of a work in progress for everybody, I think. Well, and you know what, to your point <clears throat> earlier, it, it's, it's good to have the wins, <clears throat> excuse me, to your point earlier, it's good to have the wins because when you reach out and you make that connection, great things can happen. I mean, think about this. Uh, there's a friend of mine and he was actually on our podcast too, uh, Dwayne Wilson and Dwayne had played in professional sports as well. Um, he was connected to Marcus on LinkedIn I reached out to Marcus on LinkedIn and said, I'd love to have you on the podcast. Marcus was on the podcast. And then he connected me to you. Here you are on the podcast. And here we are making connections. I mean, it's- It's, it's a it's, very, it's, very small world. You know, yeah. Like I said, it's a, and now, I mean, it's, you know, the, the good thing is it's easier than ever to get out, you know, find somebody. Yeah, because of, you know, LinkedIn and, and Facebook and, whatever, it's just easier and easier to find somebody who's connected to the person who you need to be connected to. So well, I tell I, you, uh, you know, warm leads, like making a small introduction, you know, like Eric meets something, so-and-so is going to go so much farther than just like a cold call, you know, and yeah. ask people to make an introduction. They won't, you know, they usually don't mind. It, just, it takes five. That's another thing. And intro, you know, when people say, I'm going to introduce you to somebody and they, and they don't do it, they've been busy. Like, you know, what, what I, I've never said this, but like, I want to say this. It's like, count to five. Why? Just count to five. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, your introduction would have been done by then. Just like type it out, done, or do it by text. It takes five to eight seconds to make an introduction, and it can change someone's life. So, you know, that's, that's another thing. It's just, it's not a big deal. Just make, it, make that introduction because it can change someone's life. I think people are just operating in fear too much. They're so afraid of what other people are going to think, mm -hmm. you know? They, they, yeah. stop, they, stop, they stop focusing on their passion and they're just focused on their fears. And yeah. then that controls them. And that's what, I, <clears throat> that's what I like most about you, although there's so many things I like, but you, you just come across fearless. And that's why people need to have you in their corner. Yeah. People need Robin. Robin hey, the rock star. I, I appreciate that. Robin the rock star. Uh, I, I, Robin, Robin, there's a wealth manager. Uh, a senior C-suite uh, wealth manager that I know. She writes, she doesn't even use my name. She was like, hey, Robin, Robin, or she'll email me, you know, she'll, you know, post or comment, hi, Robin, Robin, Robin. Hey, it's a great like, song. Hey, Robin, you got your own background song with Rockin' Robin. So there there's nothing wrong with that. I have my own theme song already. Well, I, I believe, Robin, that, I believe that people need you in their corner. And not only to have you, you know, for, for them to be your client, but for them to be in your sphere of influence. Um, you are a very remarkable person. You are fearless. You, you have the art of the connection, the art of the follow-up. You understand how to get things done. You're not afraid to make things happen. And, and for people listening right now that are interested to reach out to you, um, specifically some of those people that may become your clients, what is the best way for people to reach out to you? Uh, the, I'm actually old fashioned in the way that you can call myself 
well, not any time, but you can call my cell, which is 754-234-6494. I'm in South Florida. That's 754-234-6494. Or my website, which is Robin with an I, R-O-B-I-N, at rllmarketinggroup.net. So it's Robin with an I at rllmarketinggroup.net. But feel free to text, call, or, um, uh, or email me, which is Robin at, at rllmarketinggroup.com. So my email is Robin at rllmarketinggroup.com. The other one's my website. I love it. I love it. For people that are looking for someone in their corner who is fearless, you need to reach out to Robin. And Robin, I have been looking forward to this episode for a long time. And I cannot thank you enough for being on here and just sharing some of your wisdom and your passion with us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Eric. This has been truly a wonderful experience. And I'm so grateful to you for all that you do for me and, and all of your other, um, you know, your listeners and all the other guests that you have on the show. So thank you as well for all that you do. Well, there's so much still bottled up in you that we got to get out on the next episode. So we may have to do a round two with you. Not a problem. I'm ready. All right, Robin, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. Appreciate you as well. Have a great afternoon.